The Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News, a ministry dedicated to the truth revealed through Jesus Christ, encouraging listeners to stand boldly as the King's return is at hand. The world is still amazed at how brutally the Prime Minister of Canada ended the Freedom Convoy protest in Ottawa using an Emergency Measures Act that had not yet even been approved by Parliament. As we saw the video coverage by citizen reporters on the scene, we were shocked at the brutality that police were inflicting on the people who were assembled there, peacefully seeking a redress of grievances with the politicians that supposedly represent them. But now we've learned that many of those police were not Canadians at all. They were UN soldiers who arrived on two airliners in North Bay, Ontario, February 19th. It seems that because the Canadian military refused to participate in attacks on the people they swore an oath to protect, Trudeau brought in the UN. These soldiers wore no UN markings or symbols, but clearly they were not Canadian. They had no badges, no name tags, they were masked, and could not speak English or French and their arrival in Ottawa coincided with the arrival of two U.N. planes in North Bay, just 200 miles away. This was after the Canadian government had raided the trucker's Give, Send, Go account, harvested the names of all the donors, and then seized the bank accounts of the donors, among them all the assets of a single mom who had donated $50 to the trucker's cause, a cause she believed in, but apparently she held unacceptable views. And we've all heard what Pastor Art Pulowski has gone through these past two years in Canada, but he was arrested again February 8th as he attempted to leave his home to go preach to the truckers in Calgary. This time, he's been denied bail and is being held in solitary confinement. The judge stated the following, I've concluded that the Crown's grounds for seeking detention are substantial and that there is substantial likelihood that the accused will, if released from custody, continue on offending or interfering with the administration of justice. He went on, The accused pattern of behavior speaks volumes about his willful commission of offenses and or violations of court and public health orders. His conduct has contributed to enormous economic harm to the local, provincial, and national economy and substantial community harm to ordinary Canadians. Basically, they know he won't just obey and remain silent, so he'll remain in jail indefinitely now. His supporters plan to deliver a letter pleading his case to members of Parliament, which has been signed by nearly 10,000 people. But it's very doubtful anyone in authority will even look at that letter, much less come to his aid. Like in this country, there is no justice in Canada anymore. Only totalitarian rule. You either obey, comply, and conform, or you rot in prison. Guilty, even if proven innocent. Now the People's Convoy is coming together here in the U.S., With truckers leading the way, people from all walks of life and driving all types of vehicles can join the convoy, which is headed to D.C. However, leadership has already stated they won't actually enter D.C., but just go as far as the Beltline around the area because they don't want to become political prisoners or victims of radical leftist judges there, like those who attended the January 6th rally last year. Meanwhile, Biden has already stated that his COVID mandates, which were set to expire March 1st, will be extended indefinitely. 
We have yet to see how things will end for America's People's Convoy protests, but based on what we've already seen in countries around the world where millions have filled the streets to protest the never-ending mandates and ever-increasing restrictions and revocations of basic freedoms and human rights, we'll likely see similar brutality as we've seen in Australia, New Zealand, France, Germany, Austria, and now Canada. You know, the situation is not just happening in one or two isolated areas. This is a worldwide phenomenon unlike anything we've ever seen before. It's not up to the leaders of individual countries. This is all being orchestrated and dictated by the New World Order globalists. Leading the way is Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum, who's mentored many of the world leaders currently in office, vetted them to make sure they'll follow orders obediently, and then made certain that they were securely placed in office, and they'll remain in office for as long as they're useful to the cause. You know, there's much more to the American election fraud of 2020 than any of us realize. Why do you think that despite overwhelming proof of an obviously stolen election, not even our so-called good Republicans will do anything about it? Why do you think the burning, looting, destroying, and killing we've seen the past two years has been drilled into our heads as peaceful protests by so-called legitimate organizations, including the self-proclaimed Marxist Black Lives Matter and Antifa? For the globalist reset to work, America must fall. So therefore, it's perfectly okay for covert government agencies to stockpile loads of bricks and rocks on city streets, ready for throwing through windows of local businesses by the thugs they hire, and then order law enforcement to stand down and let everything burn, and as we now see happening, refuse to prosecute the crime of mob looting nationwide. Friends, we can all see this is orchestrated. It's all been pre-planned. The scam of the COVID pandemic is just the latest but the most effective tactic to bring about an end to national sovereignty and personal freedoms. Extremely powerful people are behind all this. The Trudeaus and Bidens of the world are mere puppets to these people. And they also have the backing of just about every major corporation in the world. Follow the money and learn what you can about Klaus Schwab, the World Economic Forum, and the planned Great Reset. All this is very distressing, but as I mentioned in my last message, it could all end tomorrow if we would simply understand one thing. This is a spiritual battle playing out now in the physical realm. The angels of God and demons of Satan are at war as they've always been, but Satan has ramped things up as he knows that his time now is short. Absolutely, I support standing up for truth and freedom and resisting the wickedness of the government mandates, the pharmacia of the jab, and lies of the media and government officials. But there's no political solution to this, and there never will be. Our so-called representatives are not only not going to listen to a word we have to say, no matter how many truck parades we have or how many millions gather in protest, they're going to laugh at us even as they're directing their minions to haul us off to prison for having unacceptable views. They're not going to relinquish their power over us now that they've secured it. Yes, we must fight and resist, but we will not win a spiritual battle with fleshly tactics. So what then should we do? There's only one solution. Repent. The world's forgotten God in America, once the missionary to the nations, has led the way in apostasy and rebellion. So what's fallen on us now is nothing short of the wrath of God, but he's been infinitely patient with us, and many, like myself, have been sounding the warning for years, but all our warnings have fallen on deaf ears. 
God made a covenant with us, and we broke the deal. Deuteronomy 28. Now, if you faithfully obey the Lord your God and are careful to follow all his commands I'm giving you today, the Lord your God will put you far above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come and overtake you because you obey the Lord your God. You'll be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. Your descendants will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. The Lord will cause the enemies who rise up against you to be defeated before you. The Lord will grant you a blessing on your storehouses and on everything you do. He will bless you in the land the Lord your God is giving you. The Lord will make you prosper abundantly with children. The Lord will open for you his abundant storehouse and bless all the work of your hands. You will lend to many nations, but you will not borrow. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You will only move upward and never downward if you listen to the Lord your God's commands I'm giving you today and are careful to follow them. Do not turn aside to the right or the left from all the things I'm commanding you today and do not go after other gods to worship them. Deuteronomy 6, these words that I'm giving you today are to be in your heart. Repeat them to your children. Talk about them when you sit in your house and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Bind them as a sign in your hand and let them be a symbol on your forehead. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. But our once Christian nation has tossed God and his word to the curb long ago. Even our churches refuse to follow the commands of God, instead coveting the admiration of men. We've come to love our lives of luxury and ease, and we've sought after the fleshly desires of this world rather than the Holy Spirit of God. I have news for you. The days of luxury and ease are over. Welcome to the new normal. Once again, Deuteronomy 28 explains it all. If you do not obey the Lord your God by carefully following all his commands and statutes I'm giving you today, you will be cursed in the city and in the country. The Lord will send against you curses, confusion, and rebuke in everything you do until you're destroyed and quickly perish, because of the wickedness of your actions in abandoning me. The Lord will make pestilence cling to you. The Lord will cause you to be defeated before your enemies. The Lord will afflict you with madness, blindness, and mental confusion. You will be oppressed and robbed continually, and no one will help you. You'll be powerless to do anything. A people you don't know will eat your land's produce and everything you've labored for. You will only be oppressed and crushed continually. You will be driven mad by what you see. How long have I and so many others sounded this warning, yet still as a nation and as the so-called modern American church, we've stood by while 70 million babies have been slaughtered. Our shepherds refuse to even speak of abortion, much less lead the people out to the killing centers and stop the bloodshed of the innocent. One pro-life Sunday a year doesn't cut it, Pastor. Most of our shepherds have said nothing at all when the Supreme Court declared sodomite so-called marriage the law of the land. They obediently closed their church doors when told to, as they agreed with the government that they were truly non-essential. And they've said nothing about the tyranny of the COVID scam or the deadly jab, leaving their people to just believe the lies. Indeed, they themselves have chosen to believe the lies. They dare not bring politics into the pulpit for fear of offending people and bringing conviction to seared hearts.
And today, instead of training up disciples to witness and evangelize for Christ, most pastors look upon those who do witness in public as weirdos and troublemakers, fanatics. But as I've said before, it's time now for the Word of God to be boldly proclaimed from every street corner, in every school, college, and workplace, calling all who will to repent and return to God. Repentance should be the word on every tongue and the action of every heart. Our only hope now lies in Jesus and his mercy. Yet so few, even professing believers, will do anything more than agree with me. Many will listen, few will do. So ashamed we seem to be of our Lord. Everyone knows Second Chronicles 7.14, but few do more than recite it. If my people, who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and heal their land. Herein lies our only and last hope. Audio CDs and transcripts of this message are available when you call me at Wisconsin Christian News, 715-486-8066, or email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com and ask for message number 351. This has been the Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News. Find us on the internet at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Questions and comments? Email Rob. R-O-B at wisconsinchristiannews.com. The views expressed are those of the speaker.